This is the Omega 3D Chicken Coop, and I am your host, Eric Salzweedle. Good evening, everyone. On a stormy night from Green Bay, Wisconsin, this is the Omega 3D Chicken Coop, and I am Eric Salzweedle. On tonight's agenda, I'm going to actually play some messages left to me. I'm surprised that I actually got any, which is pretty awesome after the uh, first podcast. So just want to thank everyone that did end up listening and uh, sending messages. And then I kind of want to play off of the childhood gaming experience slash inspiration that I talked about in episode one. So let's get right at it and let's look at some of these messages. Hey Eric, Tim Shores from Gothridge Manor. Thank you for the shout out. Uh, childhood experience. I might do a podcast on that actually. I've kind of got some ideas. I've kind of talked, spoken about uh, like my first gaming experience, but it actually goes back further than that. To Saturday morning, not cartoons. There's a little play, uh, show called Land of the Lost. So maybe I'll have to rattle my brain a little bit, dust off some cobwebs, and uh, come up with a podcast. Thank you for the idea, and uh, good luck with the uh, podcast, and I hope uh, you get a thousand listeners. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, Tim. Thanks for leaving a message. I really appreciate that. You're my first inaugural message on Anchor, so I don't know if that deserves a prize, but if there was one that I had to give, you would totally get it. Uh, first off, thanks for sharing uh, your childhood inspiration with Land of the Lost. Um, at first, when you mentioned it, I couldn't remember um, what Land of the Lost was. Obviously, I know there was the, the Will Ferrell movie in the few recent years, maybe uh, about 10 years ago. But then I just did the first Google image, and I don't know if I'm saying this right, but Chaka, the little monkey kid. As soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, I remember Land of the Lost. Um, I'm not old enough for it to be in syndication, or excuse me, uh, for it to be live on Saturday mornings. I don't think in the mid-80s it was running then, but I definitely have seen it in syndication since then uh, growing up, and I actually just pulled up a YouTube clip of it. And uh, if anyone hasn't looked at it in a while, I I recommend um, taking a look at it. It's got some really cool old-school stop animation um, and just some really, the intro is kind of crazy. Um, it's cheesy, but it's fun all at the same time. It, it's definitely old school. Um, and it's got like this Western kind of music, uh, up in the front end. So, uh, thanks Tim for, for bringing that up. Um, that was awesome. And then also, um, if anyone hasn't checked out Gothridge Manor, uh, that's Tim's podcast. Definitely recommend going and taking a look at it. I, I know I mentioned that in my first podcast, but I just like to reiterate the fact that uh, he's got some several really good episodes. Um, his uh, random encounter episode was really cool. Um, it, it actually helped me get going on my random encounter table I'm working on for one of my areas called the Drakewood, along with my buddy Mike Poswald, um, who helps me brainstorm every night almost. Um, so once again, I recommend going checking out um, Tim's podcast. Just recently became a Patreon of his, and I'm looking forward to receiving one of his first uh, micro adventure packs. Hey Eric, this is Larry Hamilton at Follow Me and Die. Good first podcast, enjoyed it. Um, as far as age and OSR, it's not how old you are; it's whether or not you like that style of play. In my book, 
uh, being one of the old guys that was back <laughs> in the day. Uh, speaking of uh, what got me started, uh, back in when Holmes Blue Box first came out, my brother read about it in a comic book or something and convinced me to buy it. And we brought it home and he was the first dungeon master and uh, Holmes Blue Box said you had to get uh, AD&D when it came out. So as the AD&D books came out, we bought each one with great anticipation and it was awesome when we finally had all three of those. Um, and I never really looked at the other basics that followed until the OSR days in about 2009. Good work. I'll talk to you later. Hey, Larry. Thanks for the response. Um, I was pretty crazy getting um, a message from someone I, I didn't really know. I don't know Tim Shorts, but I do listen to his podcast and um, have uh, favorited it. And uh, I think I've heard him on Random Screed. So I would be curious if you want to send me a message back, how you found out about my first podcast. I, I had did not really advertise it strongly. So I'm sure someone else must have shared it or you found it randomly. So I'd be, be cool to hear about that. Um, as far as your comment about old school is more about a mindset than uh, age, uh, that's good feedback to me. Um, you know, when I first started playing the game, I liked really crunchy systems. I liked a lot of rules. Um, I like learning the rules and mastering the rules and getting really complicated in it. And then now, uh, as I've gotten back into the hobby after about a 10-year break, I found that I actually like the more simplistic play style where you can focus on the story and not have to worry about the rules as much. Um, I've been curious to check out story gaming a little bit too, because it sounds like that's a focus. But uh, yeah, man, thanks for that feedback and uh, kind of that thought on how it's not about your age, it's more about your mentality. Hi Eric, Colin Green, Spike Pit here. Just listened to your last, uh, well, your first inaugural Anchor episode. Uh, Really enjoyed it. I always like to hear stories of how people got started in gaming. Um, And yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit older than you, I'm 44, I, I came in through a, a teacher, I think I was 6 or 7 at the time, she'd read The Hobbit, I think she had some family that wanted to um, get into role playing and, and she, was, she was the DM and I think she uh, wanted to get a little group together to try out her ideas before she took it to like the family, the adult group. So I played with her son and my brother and uh, she, she scared the life out of us. Um, and yeah, never forgot it, got the bug and that was me. So yeah, welcome to Anchor, mate. Colin Green of Spike Pit. Thank you. Uh, I was definitely not expecting a, uh, a message from you. I, I have not listened to your podcast yet. I've been meaning to, um, but I have heard you a ton on Random Screed. So I kind of feel like I've been listening to little one-minute mini-podcasts uh, with you conversing with Mr. Hobbs. So that's really neat. Um, that's cool that uh, a teacher got you into um, role-playing. Um, that's really neat. I, that'd be cool to see how many teachers out there who are gamers help get some of their kids into role-playing games. I can't remember any of my teachers um, being into games, but you never know. They could have been, and they just, uh, you know, they didn't talk about it. Um, and you mentioning that makes me kind of want to reconnect with my mentor who got me into gaming. Uh, he's our next-door neighbor. He's probably, I bet he's probably 50 by now. Uh, his name was Scott. So, Scott, if 
you're listening, uh, send me a message. Um, but I'm sure I could probably find him on Facebook through some other channels. But uh, I remember he actually gifted me a D&D rules encyclopedia. And I still have that on my shelf. And I actually have it in the uh, the brown paper bag like you used to wrap your books in, um, in high school or in grade school, middle school. I don't know if it's the original. I feel like I might have replaced it once that cover, but it's uh, it's still it's beat up. It's got some yellowing on the page. It's kind of vintage. So yeah, thanks, Colin, for uh, mentioning your you know the person you got you into gaming first. Makes me want to see if I can find uh, Scott on social media and, and kind of reconnect with him. All right, once again, uh, thanks everyone for the messages. Uh, definitely gave me some material there and some things to think about on the responses. Um, now I'm ready to head into the main topic. Uh, I kind of tossed around a few ideas this week, thought about reviewing a new game system I really like, maybe talking about um, DCC game that we had Saturday night. Um, but tonight, actually, I got some inspiration from my, my five-year-old son, Nolan. Um, as I mentioned in the, the first podcast, I'm a dad, got two boys, seven and five, um, and uh, they couldn't be more different. They have some similarities, but my seven-year-old's more rough and tough and tumble, and it's probably going to be a contractor one day building things. And then uh, my little guy is a little bit more of the intellectual type. Um, so I got a game room up above my, we call it the game room. It's a bonus room above the garage. And in it is all my bookshelves, uh, my Lego collection, whatever little toys I've collected over the years and various other nerd items. And uh, up here, I got a ton of books and they were pretty much in, in disarray. Uh, my wife just finished college. So all of her stuff up here was kind of all over the place. I actually just finished some co my college uh, degree. So I had a bunch of stuff and it was, it was time to organize. And as I started piling out the books, um, I have some like little plastic D and D miniatures, pre-painted things, nothing fancy. And I, and I have some hex maps and uh, my son, Nolan, was like, I want to play with these, Daddy. And Can you play with me? And I was like, you know what? Why don't I roll out the hex map for you and, and you can play with these figures while I start stacking my books and sorting them and organizing them by game type. And I'm going to do an episode about not using games. I think that's, a, that's an interesting concept of all the books I have that I don't use. Anyway, uh, Nolan's like, I want to play. So I'm like, okay, let's just make up something. So I grab a couple pieces of, of note paper and just create like three little, three little stats, bash, shoot, and magic. And I gave his guy some hit points and I let him pick out his, his little figurine that he wanted. And, you know, I asked him, I said, what's his name? And his first thing he says is, uh, his name is master of fire. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's cool. Um, and then I asked him, he, I said, you can have a pet. There's like little animals. And uh, he picks a little mountain lion. And I said, what's his name? And he's like, it's Master of Speed. And so we played. We played for, you know, I don't know, 15 minutes. I have some, maybe 30 minutes. I have some dungeon tiles. I just kind of laid them down. And then um, I just randomly pulled monsters out of my little bin of figurines. And I, and I rolled a D6. And that was their number, essentially like a difficulty. And I gave my son three D6s and I said, okay, roll them and tell me any numbers you get four or above. And he counted those and then it would tick down the bad guy's dice. And each time the bad guy would get a counterattack, we didn't have movement rules or anything like that. He just could, you know, move from bad guy to bad guy and, and fight. And then, um, you know, and each time he killed the bad guy, I let him take the die that he had. Um, and then uh, when the bad guys hit him, I made him tick down his, his hit point die. And it was kind of cool. And it, and it started making me think, you know, I I would like 
I don't want to force my kids into it, but I, you know, it'd be really awesome if they would like to game with me as they get, as they grow older. And, you know, we can go through phases of these more simple kind of homebrew, just throw something together and roll some dice type games. And, you know, maybe one day I'll get to pull, you know, my, my D and D rules encyclopedia off, which I used to play with my brother and sister when we were like 10 and eight years old or, graduate to third edition and maybe even play these darn fourth edition books that I have sitting here collecting dust. Who knows? Um, but it was just, it was just a really neat experience. And, you know, I've heard some of the other guys and some of the other podcasts talk about gaming with their kids and their kids are all a little bit older. And, you know, I really look forward to that aspect of them getting older. Um, started getting into the coaching recently with them and that's been fun. And, you know, I hope I can run games with them and, um, Oh, maybe some of their friends will want to play too. That that would be really cool and have some sort of running campaign before they, they head off to college or something like that or wherever, maybe the military or in the instance of my older son, I think he wants to start a landscaping business, which would be pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of like one of those fatherly, fatherly moments where you're, you're really appreciate, appreciate life. And then, uh, you know, afterwards I was like, okay, I gotta get back to work and clean in this room. And he just sat there and played and it just hearing his little imagination go. And the, he had all the, the bunch of figures out and they were just kind of battling each other. And it, it was just a really neat experience. So, you know, I'm, I would be curious to see if anyone's interested in, you know, helping me make a little homebrew system that like a three stat system. I know my buddy Mike's already said he would, um, when I get done with it, maybe I'll share it and see what everyone else's feedback is on the item. And then uh, if this uh, inspires you or you want to hear something else about uh, the next topic for episode three, let me know in the messages. Otherwise, uh, everyone have a good night and I'll talk to you next time.